Yo, it's the heavy hitter DJ Wala, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread Podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like, there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self-employed, day traders, real estate investors, singers, artists, those type of people avenues within the real estate umbrella because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Right, right. And that's very true because when you say real estate, that's a that's the umbrella, right? That's what and then there's so many other strategies. So real quick what I'll do for our listeners is explain a little bit about what wholesaling real estate is. I like I like that question because what kind I was just talking about this yesterday and I feel like with with Kanye he's like he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. It's a Subject I, I, I Thread wanted... Podcast. We different here. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. Hey, what is up, guys? What is up? And welcome to another minute Welcome to another dose of 10 minutes or less, I suppose. And as you can see, I just butchered the intro because these are just my thoughts. These are not situations where I'm actually sitting with a guest and I won't even have the editor edit that part out because I really don't care. Like it's supposed to be authentic because it's supposed to just be my thoughts, my breakdowns, how I feel. And normally I release them on Mondays. However, that's going to change. I'm just going to keep it all the way a buck. I had over 74 DMs, over 20 something messages in one day. Like I'm starting to have those things happen, which is a blessing. Don't get me wrong. But for me to sit here and say to you, yo, every Monday I'm going to give you a 10 minute or less, I suppose would be impossible because it's not authentic. And I want to give you stuff that's authentic content that speaks to who I am as the co-host Because like that's real life and that's what Subject Thread Podcast is about. Real life, entrepreneurship, arts, culture, and more like real talk. So I said, yeah, let me hop on. This is Sunday. It's September the 20th. This week will be an amazing week. Two amazing conversations happen this week that are dropping Monday and Wednesdays. So every Monday and Wednesdays for season one, you guys are going to get content. That's going to be either a conversation with a phenomenal guest in whatever sector it will be, or it will be spotnuity, a 10 minute or less, I suppose, or maybe a guest host. Who knows? The second host will be joining the beginning of the year. Actually, the first of the year will be the second host. And I can't wait for you guys to know who that is. I can't tell you yet, but that's when this the second person is coming aboard And I'm super excited about that. So for season one, every single week until we break for holiday, you guys are going to get content on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then you guys will get every quarter super dope music mixes by our resident DJ. And our resident DJs will be changing out as well. So just a super dope platform. And I'm excited that it's doing what it's doing. I was previewed to the numbers over the weekend and 74% of the market that is listening is in the United States, but 26% is international. And there are so many countries and places that are listening that I'm amazed. So I just want to thank 
all of the listeners worldwide at this point. This is not even two months old. So it was an idea. One day I'll explain the idea. (laughs) But this is not even two months old. It's a blessing and I'm super geeked and I'm happy for what's to come in the future for Subject Threat Podcast and Culture Curbside and just different things that I'm working towards the future for. Because I think within the next 18 to 24 months, we're going to have the biggest wealth transfer of our century, of our lifetime. And that means when I say that lifetime, I mean this the spectrum of like the 18 to 50 year old, you know, so and that's going to that's going to be in the sectors of real estate, trading, franchises, media services, digital services, digital services, okay? And this is the best time for you guys to be taking online classes. You know, Madam CJ Walker became a millionaire during a pandemic. A lot of things happen around bad times like the stock market crashing in the 1920s, et cetera, et cetera. History repeats itself in disasters, unfortunately, and fashion and culture. It does. You just have to do your research. It's a part of life. And I definitely understand that. So, yo, this is the best time for you to really be on your, your bicycle. And, you know, a lot of people aren't for whatever reasons. And a lot of people are in <laughs> what I call relationships by default. Because the pandemic has them thinking like, yo, I'm going to just settle for whatever. In whatever areas of their lives, they're really just settling. And I don't understand that concept. I'm not. So I'm going to answer as many questions as I possibly can. This will go over a little bit over 10 minutes. Like I said, every Monday, I'm not going to do these because it's not spontaneity. It does not. It does not speak to who I am as a person. So I'm not going to do that. So you'll get them, but they'll you'll get them whenever they need to drop where it's authentic. So Sunday, I was like, yo, let me drop it because the markets are about to open in the currency market. And I just did an analyst on trading view because I'm getting prepared for the week. I trade three days during the week. I've disciplined myself and given myself that schedule. I've definitely given myself a schedule in all areas of my life, but specifically when it comes to trading, I trade Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, unless I see something that warrants me to go outside of my scope. So I only trade one to two pairs a week. I may look at 10 different instruments for the week. I may analyze 10 different instruments during the week. I only will publish maybe two or three max. I'll have my own others on my own terms. So how I feel about Telsa, the Telsa stock, let me just jump into that. Black men, black women, minority men, minority women. If you have not added day trading stocks, those different kind of instruments to your personal and business portfolio, I'm not really sure why you haven't. Trading has been going on since the beginning of time. It's going to go on with you or without you. They traded wheat sugar, rice, do do your history, read up on that. So I'm looking at the Telsa stock right now. And Telsa, the instrument of the Telsa brand is an actual stock. Telsa has definitely been making higher highs. I'm looking for a projection target of 530. 
looking for a break of trend line heading bullish. I will continue to buy unless the market specifies otherwise in which I will adapt. So I actually put this up just now, Sunday, and that's my thoughts on what I think is going to happen with the Telsa pair next week. I think it's going to hit 530 and it should continue on up. And I'm also looking at the British pound against the Japanese yen. Extremely bearish last week. And if you don't know, I put up a video on my black trader platform, which is spelled B-L-K-T-R-D-R dot com. And what I pretty much stated about the British pound against the Japanese yen and Brexit. I said, yo, we're going to start selling off because, you know, as you guys know, British pound is being sold off on the Brexit related issues. So that means the Japanese yen is now going to be in a demand. So that's why you're seeing so much bearish activity in terms of the British pound against the Japanese yen. And I do feel like we have room to decrease further on this pair. So that's my thoughts in terms of, of day trading. I just wanted to throw that in because a lot of day traders do be hitting me up and I'm like, yo, for my newbies, let me just tell you and keep it a buck. I've been trading for four years, seriously for two. Hear that again. I've been trading for four years, seriously for two. Trading requires a level of psychology and a level of patience that supersedes raising a kid. If you have kids, if you if you have nieces and nephews, if you're a godparent and you've been around a child like a lot of times, <laughs> then you know exactly what I'm saying in terms of patience. It's not a get rich quick scheme. There's a lot of fundamentals, a lot of technicals that you have to learn. For me, a chart is art. Because I'm into art, it's art to me. It's not anything that you can't learn. It's easy once you learn it. But the the problem with a lot of people is we don't have patience. We don't want to go through change and we don't want to go through the process that it's going to give us to make us be who we're supposed to be. That identifies in our lives. And when I'm speaking, I'm just speaking in general terms because how many people don't want to take their ass to therapy? How many people don't want to really say they're sorry to someone they hurt? How many people don't want to make things better within their lives. How many people just settle for situations? How many people? I'm sure there's a bunch of hands that are raising quietly. So when you're trading, when you're doing real estate investing, when you're buying a franchise, when you're doing anything that's outside of the normal traditional scope of having a nine to five, it's a lot. Only 10% of Americans deem themselves as self-employed. Um, to be a part of the 1%, you have to do things that most people don't do. And most people don't have the mindset to sit and trade, to learn, you know, to do a bunch of things that are going to make them the person they're supposed to be, the person that the most high intended them to be. So I definitely suggest that everybody throw that a part of their portfolio, either trading or real estate investing or a combination of both. Because traditionally, if you want to be tradition. Those are the greatest things and the greatest wealth builders known to man. So that's my thoughts on those two pairs for the week. That's my personal thoughts. Do your due diligence. So people were asking me, I'm going to wrap this up really quickly. People were asking me what books I'm reading. Okay. I got asked a bunch of questions, but I can't answer all these questions, guys. It was like 74 plus. 
No disrespect. I'm going to try to answer as many as I can. Um, my intern is trying to get back to you guys as well. So I'm going to answer these right here. Okay. So the books that I'm reading every day or every week on a normal basis would be three books. The Quran, the Bible, and the Torah. The Quran is the Islamic religious book for the re- for the religion of Islam. The Bible is the religious book for the religion of Christianity. And the Torah is the religious book for the religion of Judaism. So those three books I read on a normal basis. The other uh, books that I read on a normal basis and I always kind of carry around with me is the Constitution of the United States of America. You can get that on Amazon. You can get a smaller version and kind of like breathe through it. You'll be very highly intrigued by the things you learn. Another book that I'm rereading is right now, The Power of Broke by Damon John. He was um, the FUBU co-founder and he also is on Shark Tank. So I'm rereading that. And similar to like this, you know how many times we see a movie and then we rewatch a movie and then we learn things that we was like, oh, dang, that was in the movie. I forgot. So I'm definitely doing that as well. I'm also reading Baldwin's Harlem, a biography by James Baldwin. And lastly, I am reading The New Market Wizards, Conversations with America's Top Traders by Jack D. Schwager. So that's that on hard copy. I am also reading audiobooks. That's another thing that I do as well. But those are the those are the particular ones that I'm reading right now that are tangible, nostalgic, where you can buy books. I still buy books. I love them. I love being able to hold them and stuff like that. I'm also reading about three audiobooks, the new book by Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk. I'm also reading um, Angie Martinez, The Voice of New York. I'm reading her book as well. And that's audiobooks. I think everybody should have a combination of both. So um, I think I, I, like I said, I got 74. I can't do all of these. But, you know, the intern printed all of these questions out. So I said, yo, let me just try to hit you guys with that. But be sure to listen to next week's episodes. I'm talking to mental health psychologist Jessica Reed. And we're talking about mental health and the stigma in the black communities, in the minority communities, and why. And then I'm also speaking to, on Wednesday, that's dropping, Michael McGee of The Bell Project. And we're talking cash, bail changes, jail reform, reform, jail reform, excuse me. So we're speaking about a lot of stuff. And make sure that you stream the music mixes by DJ Walla on SoundCloud, YouTube, and culturecurbside.com. You can also stream episodes of Subject Thread Podcasts on Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are available because there's so many. But peace and blessings to everyone. Have a super dope week. Be blessed. Be safe. And your girl, Naila Lavelle, is signing out. Peace out.